So this guy was being really tough, a family member. And we have this family meeting for the families here under my care. And this is an uncle, and he's saying, no, you got to this, you got to kick the kid, you got to show him it's not good. You have to put your foot down, it's your house, all of that. And, you know, and I explained that, you know, that's a nice idea, but I haven't found that to be really helpful. And what we do is really, Baruch Hashem, working very well. And if we can go for beer mit kittens, if we can help somebody being nice, there's no reason for that. And that, you know, I, I tried to explain. And then I showed him what the Baal Shem Tov said and what the Chazanish said and what Rebbe Gamliel Rabbanovich Shlita says and what the Gershon Edelstein, the Baal Chaim, Gershon Zatzal. And I went through all of Rav Palm. He was the Talmud of Tari Showed him what Rav Palm said. He didn't know any data. Okay. And then I said, I'm just curious. You're, you know, how old are you? He was like 53, right? And he had a couple extra dollars, which made his opinion much more valid. Because people have a little bit of money, they think that their opinion is worth more. Right? It's just the way some people are, not all people. Some people, it's, it's part of the disease. And that some people have, it's a challenge. And he didn't struggle with these struggles. And when I was a kid, you know... So he didn't grow up in this thing, and he never helped anybody who was on drugs or anybody that was not for him. But that didn't stop him from being very sure on how the parents need to deal with this. And I just asked him, I said, I'm just curious, do you have any part of you that is not perfect? Right? No, so it was, it was, it took him a while, you know. I said, you know, I don't want you to, I don't want, I'm not trying to embarrass you in front of your family. I said, do you talk during davening? He's like, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't talk as much as I talk during davening. So I'm like, great. I said, imagine your Rav and your Shul treated you the way that you just described that these parents should treat their child. What do you think would happen? Would you stop talking during davening or would you leave the Shul? He was very quiet. We don't respond. Nobody responds to a kick in the pants. We don't like it when the Rav says, if you can't stop talking, get out. We don't like when we're shamed or called out or embarrassed. Nobody likes it. So why do we think that these teenagers or young adults or anybody or child is supposed to get better with things that don't work on humans? This medicine has not been, it's not FAA approved for human consumption. And that's why I wrote Raising Royalty. Because you see one after another how Tzadikim, Chaim Kanievsky, said there is no Taira allowance to ever shame a child by parents or you're never allowed to shame the you'll see all the stories but if we do something wrong that's okay but don't make it right don't say that that's what you gotta do and if you could I said let's say they say in our house if you don't behave well you you, you can't if you're not if you're Michal Shabbos you can't stay in our house will that make him like Shabbos we have to be goal-oriented. What do you think is going to happen in five, ten years from now? Is he going to ever decide to keep Shabbos if we use the fact that now he's never not keeping Shabbos as a baseball bat and we show him that according to our religion, we cannot tolerate you breaking Shabbos in our home, my house, my rules. If you don't subscribe to living life the way I want, forget about the fact that most of them have a very good reason why they're supposedly choosing this. A lot of them went through a lot of pain and trauma and it has nothing to do with it. And now you're taking the Sefer Torah, using it as a baseball bat and saying, if you're not going to do it, I said, and do you do that for all your other kids? Did you throw out your kids if they talk Lashon Hara? Lashon Hara is very bad. How about Sinas Chinam? Oh, that's okay. That's a Haimasha 
sin. It destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. Why don't you say if anybody does sin as chinam in our home, I'm throwing you out of the house. You know, his Averis, this kid who went through trauma and you know his story, and even if you don't, is this going to make the kid, is it fix the problem? I'm in so much pain that he's breaking Shabbos. Right. Therefore, give the medicine that has the highest chance that he'll start keeping Shabbos one day earlier than the other way. But if it's not in front of your eyes, you feel better? You don't know? You don't know the stories of kids who were rejected that never came back and married Goyim and, you know, like, Why? And when you have so many real, authentic Das Tairis saying love, love, patience, kavod. Reb Gershon said kavod. Treat them like a human, with dignity, honor. It doesn't mean stand up for them when they walk in the room. You treat them like a human being. Give them normal human decency. I asked them, what about if a boy brings a girl? I asked them everything. What about buying Natsnias? Look at the video. This is, why is that not good enough? Why is that not enough for people to say, maybe I, who never helped anybody, doesn't really know the right answer for this? Because so many parents tell me that you always have someone in the family who's telling you, throw them out and lock the door. And that, is that going to help my child? Is that going to bring them this, this kind of peace of mind? Is that going to take away their problems, their mental illness? Is that going to take away their addiction? Is that going to, what supposedly is addiction, which we're healing and, and fixing every day here in group doing what we do? What is it going to help? Like, what kind of a doctor prescribes a medicine without knowing it's going to work? So real, authentic guide, guides, people leading in this field, almost always say, and, and there are some people that, I don't know why they, they at certain points say, uh, you know, they don't have the experience in the, in the degree that I do of this thing, so they get very nervous. Everything you do is under your Das Torah. Everything we do is under Das Torah. Stop making the Torah an excuse for, for, for making a mistake. We try not to make mistakes, just like Hatzalah tries not to make a mistake, just like a nurse tries not to make a mistake. Okay, but if you, you train as much as you can, and you're Rosh Hashanah, and you're listening to videos, and you're reading the man, you're doing everything you can, and you make a mistake, okay. But don't make it a shita.